Hello, friends and fellow adventurers. Welcome to the MinMaxed Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue Blood Lords. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout-out to all of those that are Lich Level and above. Rock Jedi, Wolf, Bloodmas Slump, Thunder Mammoth, The Trevor Project, Das Chris, Fizzgig, AC Golder, Eric R. Hope just gonna sneak right past you there. Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, Mercutio, Angel Shadowheart, Sight Rendon, The Necromancer Forever, Doc Holiday, Corey, Jason Gay, Dicky Lopez, Bobson, Dugnut, Rickety Ropebridge, Alex K, Doma Elaka, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, Argoon's Long Lost Elbow, Fink Tear, Zach S, Jimmy H, Mr. Turtle Sleeve, Darren, Caleb W, Pickle, Mr. Grimm, Fire Down, M54, Ewaz, Eric R, plus two four seven of Whacking. I'm not a robot, George. Jeff, Leo Art, Hard Hard Har, Witch Hunter, Jeremy D, Matthew M, Scott E, Progeny of Cuchu Lane, Liz Giggles, and Calistria Specialty. Shout out to new patrons this week at the Dead Level, Matthew E, and at the Lich Level, Brandon K. Thank you all so much for your support. And now a recap of Session 20. We have defeated Kep Geta, the big bad of book one. But we still have more of this brewery to explore. We come across another prisoner, a quick whom Kix gives a cheeseburger. We learn of a hag in the Axenwood with a coven called the Grave Claw. The poisoning plot might have come from them. Apparently, Great Urge was supposed to be some kind of testing grounds for something bigger. We tell the quick prisoner to go see Haldoli. That's probs not going to end too well for her. As we continue on, we find some interesting loot, including another Great Urge lockbox key. We finally leave the brewery and get some rest. Kix modifies a dagger for Gerdrug. We do a bit of shopping, and Gerdrug murders a child. Yeah. We prepare to go see Bloodlord Howdoli and inform her of our successes. As everyone gets, you know, settled back in... To the theater of sin, you've got, you know, get a little rest in, recuperate, get your downtime activities done. You decide to head over to see Berline Haldoli. You show up, Major Domo Mjerk does what Major Domo Mjerk does, takes you to the sitting room, takes all of your passive-aggressive beratings in what can be best described as exasperated resignation. Bloodlord Haldoli comes out into the sitting room. Ah! You're back! Yes, we have returned. And we do hope a few visitors came to see you before us. Oh, I've seen one visitor. A Simot Get, if I recall. Yes, I thought the other might not come to see you. That's all right, we'll go hunt them down. No worries. Hunt them? Oh, wonderful. You're just so proactive. I know I liked you, Lucan. Oh, I like you too, Blood Lord Hardelli. Anyway, um, I'll explain what we've seen, what we did, and also what we learned from, not Simult Get, but from the other one. Oh, I don't know if I wrote down the name. But anyway, I'll explain what she had told us. Altinmered. Altinmered, and why Altinmered would avoid Bloodlord Haldoli, even though we told her to come see her. You describe Altinmered to her. Yeah, I right? describe her and 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 also explain what she had told us. As you get to the part where you're explaining what she had told you, she always seems to be drinking like black tea when you come to visit her. Her teacup begins to clatter on the saucer that she's holding and she slowly moves to set it down. What can you one more time. Major Domimyuk, come here please. 
Yes. Oh, good, good, good. Uh, describe her for us one more time. I do so. You hear that, Mjolk? Have her found. Have her brought to me. Yes, mistress. And he just boogies out. She's going to have a bad day. And I love it. Boogies. Thank you for the information, Lucan. Of course. Well, and, and sorry for sorry for the outburst. Quite all right. That's, it is your city. It is understandable for you to be upset when things happen in it that shouldn't be. I very much should not have. Not at all. Well, thank you for the information. I regret to inform you, but you're going to have to do it again. Well, we do have several leads to go on now, and it's just a matter of deciding which one to go to first, I suppose. Well, interesting. The Grave Claw is something that catches my ear. Familiar with them? A coven, I believe. Yes, that's what we were told. Especially after what you were told. I'll see what information I can gather about that. I keep forgetting, what are we supposed to be doing for the Kuthite? He just wanted to have dinner with you and let you know that he found some information that could be helpful. Uh, I thought he had asked us to do something. It was essentially that, hey, we found out this information about one of our members who is part of this Bone Shards gang, and you acted on it. Uh, maybe that's why I keep forgetting. It's, I felt like there was more to it than that, but maybe maybe not. Maybe it's just my hatred for the Kuthite. I wanted to know if you wanted to go back and like check in with him that you had finished the thing, and it was a pretty resounding no, fuck that guy. Yeah. So we just moved on. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if I see that guy again, I'll probably kill him. So it's okay. <laughs> I will help. Careful. That's one of Haldoli's uh, dining friends. Yeah. yeah. She can find a new More one. More like dying friend. Get <laughs> <laughs> him. While I'm doing that, there's something for you that I have. She has a, an envelope that she takes from a side table and hands over to you. This is a dinner invitation. To with whom? The High Governor, Tafgekta Seven Stomachs. Formal name. Stupid name. Anyways, sorry. <clears throat> Shouldn't be saying that about the Governor out loud. <laughs> Anyways. Why not? You can do what you want. Well, it is technically his city. I just... I have the ability to press certain buttons, should I wish. So this is the governor of Greater. Urge? Yep. High, High governor of Greater. Urge. Taf Gakta Seven Stomachs. The dinner's in two days' time. Getting way more dinner invitations now that I'm dead than I ever did alive. Unfortunate. I'm so sorry, Gudrug. That's because you're in the company of me now, Gudrug. Not whatever roustabouts you were with before. Yeah, but I don't even eat. Wait, is the great urge... Is the... Is seven stomachs a quick? Oh, goodness no. Ghast. Oh, oh, it's going to be one of those kinds of dinners. All right. Well, make sure not to wear white. He's generally good about providing for all of his guests. Oh, I'm certain he is. It just... He'll be providing for me. Well, yes, yes. I, I've just dined with guests before, and 
lovely people, just a bit messy. That's all. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yes, yes, not wearing white. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I get it now, I get it now. Oh, yes, rather sloppy. Yes, that's fine. Well, if you don't mind, there's some things that I must attend to. I have plans to make. Yes, clearly. As do we, I suppose. So, we shall see you in two nights hence, at this dinner. See you then? Adieu. And the farewells are said. Party, you have two days of downtime. Back at the Theater of Sin. Wait, wait. As I walk out, I look at the major domo. I look at a painting on the wall. And I go, staring him in the eyes. Tilt it just a little bit. Just make it a little crooked. Uh, here, I'll make it a little more petty for you. Major Domo is nowhere to be found. Oh, he's off. He's off fine. running, delivering uh, Wasn't messages, he, uh, finding, finding. That's right. The, he's gonna go find the, the runaway. Oh, he's got work to do. But you get two days of downtime. How would you like to spend it? What can I do with downtime on this character? What's the nightlife like? Is there, any, is there any culture? Is there any culture in this city? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it's it's no Mechatar, but the nobles would certainly have a ball. You know, balls going on. Whatever culture there is, I try and drag any of my friends to it who will go. Uh, art shows. There would be probably some live theater. So you spend two, two downtime days doing culture... Yeah, I, I do try and get my... I will try and diplomatize Gerdrug, Kix, and Arias to go with me. And you can choose not to, but here's my diplomacy. Oh, God, a natural one! A natural one. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Well, all right, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. But one of you can choose to go with me anyway, even though I'm being weird. <laughs> Just promise Kix there's going to be food and you'll go. Yes, yes, Kix. We'll get you food. And it won't be you. I promise. I promise. Want to do some uh, upper-class dining? Well, yeah, that and and also I'll probably go find some humans to eat. But not Kix. Obviously. But not Kix. I bet you I bet you, you could easily find an under, underground jazz bar with like a, a, poet, a slam poetry session going on. And you drag kicks along to it, and you're sitting at a little tiny circular table. You know, all different, like, almost like tapas being served to each table. And somebody's up on the stage on a stool, reciting just bad slam poetry. Well, this is not nearly loud and gay enough for Lucan or David, but you can take what I can get, I guess. <laughs> Here we get to the bigger cities. And then we get some real good slam poetry. Doing some really good slam poetry. <laughs> I don't even know what slam poetry is. They just bang stuff around. <laughs> slam. <laughs> no, it's it's like I don't know. It's like people in berets trying to be real edgy. Anyone else with their two days of downtime? Uh, Arias Gerdrug. Yeah, Gerdrug always spends like all of his time looking for any other family members. Looking for more Imbrex. One of these nights I'm going to get bored and I'm going to try and follow Gerdrug and see what the fuck that goofy ghost is up to. I'm looking for that goddamn troll. <laughs> to spend two days looking for the troll. <laughs> I'm going to find that fucking troll. Uh, if you spend two days looking for the troll, I guarantee you'll find her. 
Oh, I'm looking for Uma Thurman, whatever her name was. <laughs> it's Nima. <laughs> Nima Thurman. Nima Trollman. You would absolutely spot her. This episode can be called Finding Nima. Finding Nima. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you finally spot her, and she comes out. I want to share a picture of Nima again because it's been so long. I don't know if you guys remember. <laughs> she's a hell of a lady. So you catch Nima as she's out gathering. She pops her head up from one of the graves that's dug next to the overgrown pond that you have outside of the theater. And she pops her head up. She looks around. She doesn't see you. So she gets up out and she starts crawling slowly toward a carcass of an animal, like a dead rabbit that's that's died nearby. She goes and picks it up in her teeth and turns around. And with it in her mouth, she sees you. She freezes. She's she's looking right at you. God, what a beauty. Does she look at me with an open mouth like that? No, she has a dead she has a dead animal in her mouth. Oh. <laughs> a, a fucking skeleton animal that's been running around. No, it's it's a it's a probably a two day old corpse that's been nearby. Good, good. So it's a, you know, already halfway decomposed animal. I need to talk to her about being the groundskeeper. I tell her. I need a good groundskeeper, and she looks like she's the woman for the job. Nima! Perry? All the f- dead animals you can eat. Okay. Yes! Nima. What do? You just clean. Does the outside of the house still look like shit? No, absolutely. It looks like garbage. I didn't need her to make it not look like shit. <laughs> Dude, I'll, like, if she looks down with, like, day-old food, I'll just go get some of the rats I fucking swept up. And I'll just throw her, like, a bucket full of rats. Like, she's way down here to the south. Outside, next to the pond here. Yeah, I go back downstairs and clean up the dead rats and just bring her, like, a... That really big one we found. Oh, her eyes go wide. <laughs> Ugh, down payment? And she just yeah. devours it, right? And of course, those are those rats are what a week old at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the better. Um, she loves it, right? She just devours it. Looks up at you, stands a little straighter, clean, and then she goes and starts tidying up the yard. Slave. <laughs> you have an uh, like an undead troll. As a groundskeeper now. Sure fucking do. Nima. This place is gonna look good. And our hand cook. Argoon? <laughs> Argoon's not the cook. Argoon's the... God, what would you call, like, the head of a household? Major Domo, I guess? Nah, he's the cook. Wasn't he the one who's been cooking? Oh, you have a cook. I think you have two cooks, actually. Oh, I thought it was our... Oh, yeah, because the people that we were not gonna eat. Berline got you some, some cooks. Yeah. <laughs> so... It sounds like we're ready to kind of move forward to the uh, to the dinner, yeah? Yeah, let's do it. I take my wagon. Oh, and it's been enough time. Just because I can. Does everybody ride? Everybody rides in the wagon, right? If you want to. Everybody's welcome. Sure, why not? You make your way through, in greater just uh, the governor's quarters, or the governor's quarter, I should say. The governor's mansion, as you approach it, is a veritable fortress of bones. Of course, with a pair of spires rising high above the city. As you arrive at the mansion, 
two dour ghouls lead the way through narrow passages and down stairways to a chamber well below the streets. In this impressive ossuary-turned-dining room, a fine meal is laid out on low tables, surrounded by comfortable cushioned chairs. As the two ghouls escort you all into the dining room, you see that Bloodlord Haldoli is already in attendance, and then you see Taf Gakta, and he is just this... There's no other way to put it. It's just this rotund ghast with two, three. Yeah, he might have seven stomachs, but he's got at least three necks. He's got at least three necks. <laughs> or chins or whatever. Chins, yeah, there you go. He's got a circlet resting on his uh, bald, ghoulish pate, and, you know, blood red eyes, pointy ears, and the customary long ghoul tongue. But he is in finely dressed like a royal purple jacket, frilly undershirt. Oh, yes, I'll wear, like, my finest outfit that I can come up with tonight. Some kind of gothic frilly dress with just the right amount showing. You see that clearly there is a spot at the table for each of you. As you arrive, Taf Gakta turns to face you and says, The heroes of the day! Come sit! Join me at my table. Have a glass of wine. Chalice of blood. Well, I certainly will do so. Thank you, sir. Or Lord Governor. What would I call him? Hi, Governor. Hi, Governor. Hi, Governor. Tafgata. Hi, Governor. Tafgata. But you may call me Tafgata. Very well. You must be Lucan. Yes, I am Lucan. Pleased to meet you. The pleasure... I have so many questions for you all. We have answers? Hopefully you do. But first... Claps his hands together, and this coterie, this lines of... And they're all, like, the exact same dressed ghoul. And they all just have this dour, placid face on, and each of them are carrying a silver platter. And on each platter is a new widely varied dish. There are things for kicks and for burline, of course. Pearlescent bone chips in a bowl for Arius to go through. Gurge Rug's meal is a police report <laughs> from the scene that you caused several days ago. A weird thing to eat. And if anybody wants to check out what that is later, they can try, depending on if Gerdrug hides it or not. Yeah, Lucan, I would be very curious to try and look over Gerdrug's shoulder on that. Lucan, you are brought, like, a pitcher of blood with a goblet. Excellent. And then you have a platter that's set down in front of you, and the ghoul keeps the lid on. And that one will come off a little bit later in the dinner. Tafgekta, after those serving the meal, leave. Enjoy! Yes, please enjoy, and tell me of your exploits. I guess we do. We don't really have anything to hide. Uh, there was one thing that I Isn't there one thing we were hiding? There was one thing we were hiding. Oh, yeah, we weren't telling them about the, uh, the note that we found that proved the, uh, the bank belonged to the, to the builders. Ah, uh, yes, the uh, legal we're holding documentation. On to that as, yeah, the, as kind of like 
uh, we'll just keep that to us. It's like the original deed or something like that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. So you go through a bunch of it. That is it's interesting. The disturbances that have been within my walls as of late. Not that I would imply that you have anything to do with those disturbances. And he, he, like, you could see him nervously eye, like, glance over at Haldoli with that little add-on. Only in resolving them, High Governor. I've heard reports of the aftermaths of your involvement throughout my city. It was good to find that you were actually working under the hand of Bloodlord Haldoli here. Otherwise, you would have been upset that we were cleaning up your city? Cleaning up would imply that there's something dirty to clean. Uh, I don't think I was implying anything. I was straight out saying it. Ah, I see. Subtlety in social situations doesn't match your subtlety at the blade, does it, Gertrug? Uh, yeah, you could say that. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. When I've seen him stab people, like, he's made it very clear that he's going to stab them. What are you going to do, stab me? Well, it sounds to me as though everything has really been working out for the best, Tough Kefka. I, I do try to judge um, Burline's reaction to what I say, see if she's like, looks annoyed or anything. Go ahead and give me a perception check. A uh, 15. A 15? That's two sevens on the night for me, folks. She's not hiding it. And this is the interesting part. Burline looks plainly amused. It's kind of what I was hoping for. Because that, 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 that means I can keep doing it. Like, she's yeah. not hiding it at all. She is amused by this exchange. Noted. Yes. Where's that second course? And he... Claps his hands together again, and another course is served. As the servants leave after uh, dropping off the second course, there is a commotion that you can hear outside. A commotion? What's happening with my wagon? What is that? Hi, Governor. I doubt it's the wagon. I told my staff specifically not to have this dinner interrupted. And the door swings open violently and crashes on the dining room hall. And in enters this man. My, uh, my blade is in my hand. <laughs> what is this Just fucking goofy-ass Play-Doh-ass <laughs> monster? <laughs> <laughs> He's got Play-Doh for hair. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, when I just showed uh, the you know players... Pink, you know that pink slime that they talk about going in your food at uh, McDonald's? That's what his oh, hair looks like. Yeah, that's what it, was like. it does, doesn't it? <laughs> it's pink slime. This man bar- barges in, and he's a ghoul wearing very round spectacles. He has a undershirt with armbands and a vest that has silver studs on it, and he's wearing a wig fashioned to look like a splay of intestines. Ah. So, okay. Yeah, they're like they're fake intestines is what they are. Uh arranged like hair. Okay then. Quite the fashion statement. Yes, quite. Tafgekta stands immediately and goes, "What is the meaning of this?" 
Hi, governor. I demand a meeting immediately. Not now. I was specifically told not to be interrupted during this time. You need to make a scheduled appointment. Vashkish, damn it. Burline holds her hand up and says, Please, High Governor, sometimes urgent business is just in fact that. Urgent oh, business. she arranged this shit. She did this. I'm very interested to hear what, uh, what you said your name was Vashkish. Vashkish Quick Tongue. Please, state your business. Quick Tongue, I bet the ladies love you. Throws an eye at Luke and Taf Gekta is like harumphing in this terrible ghast way and he goes to sit down and like <laughs> a ghastly harumph <laughs> yeah, ghastly I immediately harumph. think uh, I immediately think by her reaction that this is uh, this is Berline's doing and I'll play along you also said throw an eye at Lucan, and like in this campaign, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what he did. It was a, it was a like a, a side eye through side eye at Lucan. Just chucks a random eyeball. At him. Just chucks an eyeball. <laughs> Pulls out his eyeball and throws it. At him. Love that. Oh man. Well, the state of business, Fashkash. You haven't even gotten settled into the city yet. Oh no. May I, uh, hi, Governor. Sorry. Quite settled in. Uh, excuse me. Maybe state your business from the very beginning, as though some of us in the room don't know exactly who you are or why you're here. Bloodlord, he bows to her. My name is Vashkish Quicktong. I am a representative of the Tax Collectors Union from Mekatar, and I've come to reclaim the Great Urge Bank. And upon visiting the Tax Collector Union property, we come to find destruction everywhere. Weird. That's what happens when you leave it for two years. Taff Gekta looks pointedly at the party. Berline just smirks slightly. I don't remember breaking anything. No, we didn't. That's what I mean. That's what happens when you leave it for two years. It gets, goes into disarray. I don't know if he caught that or not, but... And uh, Tafgekta says, Well, Vashkish, it's interesting you barge in on the dinner where I am treating the perpetrators of the violence you find in your bank. Uh, Excuse me, was I just referred to as a perpetrator? He said destruction, not violence. We did violence. We didn't do the destruction. Raj, time did the destruction and all the zombies. We did the violence. All lawfully sanctioned by me, might I remind everybody in the room. And the room goes silent for a moment. But I will allow them to explain themselves. Tell Vashkish what you were doing there. Your mom. So Vashkish is with the tax collectors, and he wants to reclaim this building. He's been sent from Mekatar as a representative of the tax collectors union to reclaim... Uh. Or start the process of reclaiming the Great Urge Bank. Gotcha. But we were there investigating foul deeds in Great Urge. The bank was empty. The bank was not empty. Proceed. Bloodlord, how much do you wish to disclose to this man? Oh, as much as you wish. I will explain the surface level of what we were doing there and what we found. 
I will explain there were multiple traps that I set off for them. With your face? With my face. You're welcome. I will certainly not say anything about the uh, document we found that says it belongs to the Builders League. Because I don't know who we're going to get more out of for it yet. And I don't really like this guy, so I'm not inclined to say anything to him. Did we even find anything with you there? Yeah, I will talk about the shame of the uh, the person who ran it and how they were playing two different sides and got rejected by both. And uh, and if I still have the letters, I'll show them the letters. Or Sundricker will. And Vashkish Quick Tongue says, I recognize that letter. I pinned it myself. You VQ. Oh, Vashkesh Quick Tongue. All right. Okay. In the flesh? Well, yes, you got flesh still. It's very blue. He, like, looks down at the food and looks a little hungry and then snaps back to attention. Kick, Kick's going to say anything about the fact that this is the guy that, like, made him homeless? <laughs> yeah, this is the guy that. Is this the guy that made you homeless? He's the one that VQ? closed the. Oh, he's the one that closed the bank. But then he takes a look at the second note that you set him, that you show him, and his brow furrows. You see, you are being played by both sides, VQ. Traitorous. It's her mm-hmm. fault. She wasted me years. It took me years to get the clout to come back down and open this damn bank in this podunk city. Blame the underlings. Blame the underlings, of course. Was it not your responsibility, Vashkash? It was Taligmat's responsibility. I've and come who to... did Taligmat work for, Vashkash? I don't like your tone. Apparently everybody but him. What you did may have been lawful under the... And he bows again to Haldoli. Under the sight of Bloodlord Haldoli. Are you trying to pit... Your faction against a blood lord, Vashkesh. My, my. He starts, his eyes start bad, darting back and forth. No, no, absolutely not. I don't suggest such a thing. I don't like this guy. Can I kill him, Aldoli? Oh, no, he's actually a very important representative of the Tax Collectors Union. And although me, he, he may seem to be quite the douchebag right now, he is <laughs> technically very good at his job. Okay, just let me know if that changes. Will do. I I can assure you Arius is very good at his job as well. I will not stand here idly by as you threaten my unlife. What are you going to do? Well, answer me this. Let me take this down a notch. What would the tax collectors like to do with the bank? Are you looking to reopen it? Reopen the bank is the goal. After a protracted yes. court battle in Mechatar against the Celebrants, we've finally taken back ownership from them. Against the Celebrants? Why did the Celebrants think it was theirs? The Celebrants were the one blocking our injunction in court. Truly, it wasn't the Celebrants, but it was them who prevented us from claiming the property again. I see. Haldole, would you like the bank back in your city? The bank? Yes. If the last two years have taught me anything, is that rural a city of this size doesn't necessarily need a bank. There are enough money changes that the reanimators offer in the area, and yes, 
Vashkish, your money changers still do work in the area as well. The economy doesn't miss your bank. Then why would he want to reopen it? We must regain our footing in the city. If a ghoul could sweat, Vashkish would be sweating bullets right now. Hmm. I mean, if it's not profitable, why, why would you want it here? It's profitable. People need the storage. Secured storage. Why was it closed then? Did I beat his athletics check with a 16? Uh, his athletics? Is like fortitude DC or his like actual athletics? His athletics DC specifically? Oh wait, wait, well, let's see what it is. Oh, it's a, it's a disarm check. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm gonna disarm his wig. You're gonna make his wig fly off? Hey, I'm embarrassing him. <laughs> He's already making a fool of himself. <laughs> His little noodle wig. His noodle wig. Shit, I'll, 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 I'll hero point it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking did, too. We got a 21. <laughs> <laughs> the, with, like, just a brush of occult psychic energy, the... Oh, it's an entire spell, by the way. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> a level two spell. Oh, you're casting a level two spell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so telekinetic maneuver. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so with all of the, you know, pomp and circumstance that comes with the spell with the semantic and verbal p components being cast at a dinner table, uh, the wig just poof, goes flying off his head, hits the wall behind it. He's got, uh, uh, this is, this is, I can't believe this. Oh, wait, is the tax collectors the guys I have a plus one with? Too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> I, I do want to ask Haldoli and the governor. Uh, Haldoli and hi, governor. What would you all prefer to do with the space where the bank is? Well, the dead laws are very clear. And unless there's some other binding contract that exists out there, if the court system in Mechatar has handed it off to the Tax Collectors Union, it doesn't really matter what we want to do with it. Oh, how dully. How dully have I a wonderful, delicious surprise for you. What would you like to do with the bank? Oh. Uh, it's still not really her choice. Well, we could maneuver it to be such, I'm sure. And even Tafgakta is looking around, maneuvering to do so. What are you talking about? Well, now you've got my attention, Lucan. Hi, Governor. What would you like to do with the bank? Well, uh, the Greater Bank is a, a structure, that staple structure in Greater that hasn't been used in two years. We could use it for anything. A museum may actually be a good idea. Oh, yes, yes. Perhaps it could be built to be something different. What would you put in the museum? Skulls. <laughs> what are you getting at? Vashkish is just like frantically looking back and forth like after he's scurried back to grab his intestine wig and now he's come back and he's put it back on his head and he just goes, I don't know what's going on. What are you talking about? The building is ours. I spent years in litigation to get it. Oh, oh I love this part. I love this part. Sundrinker, if you would please allow Mr. Quicktongue to read the document, uh, but certainly don't let him touch it. And Sundrinker will go over and, like, hold it up, but also have, like, a vine out, stopping him from getting closer. Oh, and 
Vashkis is, is almost like hesitantly like, what do you have to show me? What is this? And he goes up and he starts reading it. And as he reads, his jaw begins to drop slowly. And then he gets to the bottom with a clause stating that the ownership of the building is reverted back to the Builders League if remained unoccupied for two years. And he goes, this must be a forgery. This must be a forgery. Oh, Oh, yes, you certainly wish it would. He's come back now to claim it with like just literal weeks after the two-year mark. Anyway, I have Sundrigger hand me the letter, and uh, I'll hand it over to Berline and the High Governor, and let them take a look. And they do. And enjoy the sweating bullets of this ghoul. The ghoul has fallen to his knees. Vashkish, after reading it, just like goes limp, and he falls to his knees. And then Berline reads it, and she looks up. Lucan, she goes to make eye contact with you. She smiles. And then there's clear, like, the fuck? Didn't you tell me that before? Like, there's eyes that you get. She's like, that wasn't smart. And you could see it on her face. She's like, this moment of threatening. I continue smiling. And then she returns to smiling. Tafgekta, after reading it, goes, Well, I don't see any reason for you to be here at all any longer, Vashkish. Why don't you go return to Mekatar? He has to be pulled from the room. (laughs) I enjoy that. You lose all of the reputation points that you had built up for the tax collectors union. Good fuck them. If there's one group I'm okay losing, it's the tax collectors. I still got a point. Nope, it's gone. Well, then I'm changing my background. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) You gain eight reputation points with the Builders League. Hopefully they're better than the tax collectors. I'm now a constructor. (laughs) Give me a hard hat. I'm going to work. The rest of the dinner is basically Tafgekta saying things like, that's quite the enemy that you've made tonight. It was awfully fun, though, wasn't it? (laughs) He did squeal, didn't he? Yes. Well, what were we to do? It's the legal law, anyway. A signed agreement between the two. Maybe the tax collectors will be upset, but they're the ones who signed it. This is Geb, after all, where we do follow the law. May the dead laws reign. May they reign. And as the dinner closes up, Tafgakta, I thank you for both the wonderful show tonight. And your service to my city. Please, I have a gift for you. I will accept it. It's a Christmas gift. He claps his hands, and a servant brings by a staff. Oh. It is a mentalist's staff. Oh. That's probably for kicks. Let me go ahead and uh, pull it up here real quick and drop it in the party loot. And also drop out of a like RP for a second. My poor throat. Oh, <laughs> my poor throat. <laughs> Mentalist staff is a level four item. This polished wooden staff bears a swirling motif reminiscent of the folds of a brain. While wielding the staff, you gain a plus two circumstance bonus. Checks to identify mental magic. It comes with the day's cantrip. 
and Mind Link and Phantom Pain, which are both first level spells. Do you want that, Kix? No, I want the gold. I already have that shit. That would end up being 45 gold after selling. Just means you'd be able to use those spell slots or have other cantrips prepared. I'm not carrying no staff around. I would. Why? What else do you carry around? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> well, David, is days on your list? What what list do you have again? Primal. Primal? But I don't have days. Yeah, days wouldn't be one, I don't think. I'll carry around a walking stick because I'm an old man. Yeah, this is basically a staff for Spencer and he doesn't want it. <laughs> I'll take it, jeez. <laughs> Can use downtime to retrain spells in your spell repertoire. That's a thing you can do. Well, the dinner concludes. You've been given a reward for serving the city. And as you're all being escorted out of the mansion, just at the, you know, entry into the mansion, uh, they've pulled up the wagon, of course, for you. And uh, before Haldoli gets into her wagon, she uh, looks at, at the four of you, five of you with Sundranker, very good show tonight. You're good at this politics thing. Well, if I am, I have only you to thank for such an exemplary example. Yes. Try not to keep too many secrets from me, Lucan. I'm not <laughs> a huge fan of secrets. Yes, yes. My apologies, Blood Lord, but I couldn't help myself. Just the one little one. Keep it that way. Keep it with just the one. Of course. To Lou! Bye. <laughs> you all head back to the Theater of Sin after your dinner with Taf Gekta and Bloodlord and Haldoli. And uh, you get some days of downtime. You can do whatever you wish during that time. But not after too long. Let's say three days have passed. Three days. Three days. <laughs> it's the 25th of Rova. And a knock comes at the door of the Theater of Sin. I assume one of our servants or whatever answers it. No, fuck that. Arius answers it. <laughs> Just be the scariest motherfucking doorman. <laughs> no, Arius does not answer it. Same. Be like Lurch answering the door. Or it could just be Argoon. What you did. Yeah, probably Argoon. Or Sundrinker might answer it. Yeah, you were having Sundrinker answer the door a lot. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah Sundrinker was the bouncer. Hello. Message for the Theater of Sin. Brom. Bloodlord Haldoli. Thank you. And he'll take the message and bring it aside. It's an invitation. Another dinner? Oh my god, so many fucking dinner parties. For her to come to the Theater of Sin for dinner. Oh. Yeah, in the missive, she says she's very interested to see what you've done with the place. Nothing. We've done a lot. We've befriended the fucking troll. They're our gardener now. Actually, in the last three days, Nima's done some good work. Excellent. Damn right she is. And she comes over for supper. Then we will skip some of the preamble into supper. Berline Haldoli arrived for supper about two hours ago. But dinner wasn't served until she had a long chat, of course. Catching up with all of the local Grey Dirge gossip. Who is marrying who, and who had the best recipe for pig head pie. The qualities of your estate's landscaping, which is done so excellently. My compliments. Yes, Kicks befriended a troll. Wonderful. Finding your own groundskeepers. 
Resourceful to boot. Friend is loose. Uh, whatever happened with that lady? El Tenmered. Oh, her. And we're going to do a little Haldoli flashback. Sitting in her chambers, her sitting chambers, a silver platter covered is served in front of her on the sitting table. Ah, wonderful. Thank you, Midget Omimiyuk. Now, uh, go off. I have work to do. And she lifts up the tray of the platter, and there sits the head of Alternmered. <laughs> and she begins casting a spell on it, and the head starts tricking. Oh, oh, what? Oh, where am I? Oh, you, Altinred. Oh, mm. I'm going to turn you into so many different things. But before we get to that, I'm going to ask you some questions, and you are going to answer them. Or I'm going to keep your soul shattered into a few different pieces to do with what I wish until I get the answers I want. Berline begins to place her questions. Everyone already knows what Altinred did, and Haldoli pulls every little piece of information from her. Flashback to the present, and she just goes, actually, I have this pleasant little coin purse that I made from her chin. Very nicely rounded. (laughs) Adorable. No, she wasn't too much of a concern. I did have some explaining to do with the Exports Guild, yeah, but, uh, they understood. It didn't take much explaining. Once supper was underway, Berline was served her by her skeletal maid, Glorinsa, while a second skeleton named Reacher remained in the foyer with a hand on his sword. With every dish set before her, Berline rubbed a ring on her finger that twinkled with a green light. Oh, a poison detector. Of course I don't suspect you of anything. It's just a good habit to keep. We bloodlords can really never be too careful. Speaking of poison, I've done some discreet nosing around concerning that Kepgeta person you all faced down the other day. Mm. She was a naughty young woman, no mistake. And she leans in as if spilling some sort of confidential secret. Sure enough, a coven of hags called the Grave Claw did in fact make the toxin you discovered. The Grave Claw includes an anise hag named Iron Tavia. And Kepgeta was her daughter. She was a changeling. Oh, my. Interesting. Gudrug, do you think that had any reason to do with how she, how she was so easy to cut? Are normal humans so easy to cut? Uh, yeah. Humans are uh, pretty flimsy. The kicks is just sitting there like I. <laughs> Humans are flimsy. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I was reading. Well, she leans back in her chair for this next part. Graveclaw has quite the reputation. Quite. Iron Tavaya lives in Axenwood, as you know. They say she fled there after Magambaya representatives drove her out of the Mwangi expanse decades ago. But the rest of the coven, they're all scattered. No one knows where they are. That's not usual for a coven of hags. No, it isn't. Frankly, I'm quite curious about this coven. Making an undetectable poison and testing it on innocent farmers? What a for? And who even dares attempt such a thing in Geb, where punishment is so 
severe. Can I make some kind of a check on hags? Uh, yeah. Like a, a nature knowledge. check? Yeah, yeah, recall knowledge. Uh, society, actually. Ah, oh, fuck. I ain't got that either. Do I know, I know who, who in the party is good at society. I have a 10. Yeah, I've got an 11. Oh, 11. So either one of us. Kicks, good drug. Any idea why a group of hags might want to poison the quick? That doesn't seem like what a hag would do. Yeah, it seems weird. I don't know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yes, five and a six. <laughs> we pool our information and we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking weird, man. You aren't really sure. That's fucking crazy. Hags doing eggs <laughs> things. Eggs be hagging. Well, I guess we'll just have to go ask them. You are reading my mind. I know it's a lot <laughs> to ask, but since you all have this lovely new home here and are no doubt as comfortable as ticks in a bottle of blood, but would you mind too terribly visiting Iron Tavia and the, the Axenwood? I don't think she'll be ha- very happy to see you since you eliminated her daughter and all. But I really think we ought to find out what this poison business is all about, don't you? Uh, I certainly agree. I won't rest until we get to the bottom of it. Well, good. And once you've figured it all out, well, I need you to clean it all up. Oh, of course. Murder, I think. Murder's the best fate for everyone involved. Is it really murder when it's a coven of hags, though? Well, after all... Cleansing! Iron Tavia and anyone she's in league with, I'd guess her coven, frankly, sought to inflict death on a massive scale. That mustn't go unpunished. No, 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 it mustn't. I'm responsible to enact some justice, and I'm doing so through you. Oh. Well, it is our honor. I don't know. I don't know enough about hags. I mean, like, I do, but Lucan doesn't. You can ask really super general questions to her about this. I mean, you know you've got, like, the Grave the grave Claw, Iron Tavia, the Axe and Wood. So since nobody here seems to understand why a coven of hags would do this, might it be the case that they were contacted by someone else? Who can you think of that might want people in Grey Dirge dead? Oh, scheming upon scheming in a place like Geb, truly. Who? Hard to say. <laughs> Might not even be a greater that the this is the final final goal. Could just be their testing site, some small backwater place they think. Well yes, yeah, some of the some of the paperwork we found alluded to exactly that, I believe. Or perhaps that was um the zombie who said it. I have heard some strange rumblings of a small city village, really. Having been completely wiped off the map. All quick, to my understanding. Oh, there's others, then. But I haven't heard too much about that. I don't know if they're related. Have you any names of these cities? Oh, no, just a rumor right now. Well, certainly another thing to look into. And as far as any additional information I have about the Grave Claw in particular, it's not a great deal. They're very secretive. I suppose that's only to be expected with hags, but they've been operating in Geb for several decades. I'm told their services are available to those willing to pay the price, but I'm just a humble bloodlord of modest means, so I've never inquired. The only member I know about is Iron Tavia, 
And that's only because she's rather infamous. Infamous for what? Well, no one knows for sure how old she is. She lived in the Mwangi Expanse for a long time, but they say she's never truly recovered from the wounds the Magambayans dealt her. Eventually, she settled in the Axenwood. She raised Kepgeta herself, which is most unusual. Why would she do that? She taught her daughter necromancy and ritual magic. Anis Hags are big, strong, brutal creatures, but Tavi appears to be also a scholar. Well, a lot of things that don't make sense. And that makes her dangerous, as well as unusual. Do you know anything about the Axenwood? I don't know, do we? Yeah, what kind of check would I need to make on that? Um, that would be either like Lore Geb or Society. Nature would also work here. Good thing we're not rolling too many dice tonight, because my dice rolls have been terrible. Yeah, the Cur Drug with the 13, you don't really know much. Did you just hear a point as a warfare check? <laughs> Tell me. Kix, there it is, coming in with the society check. Uh, the Axenwood is a fairy forest. Dark, gloomy, haunted. Very frequently has, uh, you know, undead creatures that are scattered throughout it, but also other warped, dark fae-influenced creatures. You know that there are rules to the Axenwood. Don't leave the path. Don't anger the fair folk. Keep your cold iron handy. And that's it. Let's go fight some fairies. I can kill the fairies. <laughs> Guess was a cold iron morning star. Nice. And good point, Kicks. Yes, the rules to the Axenwood. I will have a word with the merchants in Greydurge to give you a discount on any cold iron items you wish to go stock up on before you leave. That's pretty handy. Fair enough. How much does it cost to make a cold iron weapon? It'd be in the materials section, I don't know offhand. Kix, you know with your society check that the Axenwood is huge. Huge! Huge! Cold iron is surprisingly cheap. I mean, it's always been like the first tier. I mean, you just take iron and you put it like in cold water. It is done. Just a low grade cold iron <laughs> item is an extra 20 gold. So 10% off that? Well, that, you know, that plus the cost of the item, 10% off of whatever it is total. Tyler, our four days of training, I mean, of downtime, I retrained a general skill. You did? Talk about that after Burline leaves. Ooh, retraining. My goodness. I just got rid of crafting. <laughs> oh, right, the Axenwood. Here, uh, uh, Reacher, come here. The skeleton that was in the foyer with the hand on the sword walks into the dining room and uh, she says, pull out the map, pull out the map. Reaches into his satchel, pulls out a roll of paper, hands it to Berline. Berline spreads it out in the dining table in front of you. I and Tavia lives somewhere there. It's like an area about 50 miles square in the westernmost part of the Axenwood. I don't know where, but someone must. Do you want my advice? Get into that forest and just start looking around. Ask questions. I'm sure there are pleasant and courteous folk in there who would be happy to talk to you. I'd make a comment about that, but I don't think uh, Gerdrug knows about enough about Faye. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy to talk to anyone, so I'm sure it will go well. <laughs> we'll see. 
Good, good. And Berline leans back in her chair. She squints and wrinkles her nose, as though deciding whether to reveal something else. I give an inquisitive look. Hmm? Look, here it is. You're acting on behalf of the Blood Lords now. And that gives me a modicum of responsibility for your actions. I know you'll likely stumble into, shall I say, frailties of the flesh. And she looks pointedly at Kix. At Kix. <laughs> that might be best served with healing magic. But most healing magic is, as I'm sure I don't have to tell you, illegal. And having my agents running around with healing wands and potions with bursting with positive energy it just doesn't make me look good. No, no, not at all. So I want to offer you something. A special ritual passed down to me. One that overcomes some of those frailties and puts you on better footing with our undead compatriots. Berline offers to cast a ritual on kicks that will give him the negative healing ability. Oh, really? She does. Huh. Interesting. So then you could be healed by Arius's harm as well as your soothe. Well, that's up to you, Kix. Kix, you don't have to answer me today. Get back to me. Come to the estate. It takes a day. So you have to sit still, but aside from that, it's a painless experience. All right. But I, I dare say I've overstayed my welcome. Never. McGlurin, sir, Reacher, I have more work to do, of course. And we shall prepare for this next leg of our quest. A lovely dinner. I appreciate you as always. And write me letters, would you? Hmm? I'd be delighted to. Good. As always, lovely to see you, Bloodlord. And with that, she packs up. And her and Glorenza and Rachel leave the manor, and you have a goal. Yes. And Kix has a decision to make. What do you think there, Spence? Or Spencer, sorry. I missed the side missed the silence there, what'd you say? Uh I said Kix has a decision to make. The ritual is offered specifically to you. For well, for obvious reasons. And what are the details of that? It would give you the negative healing ability. Hell yeah. Anything to help my undead boys. Well, it makes it so Well, more helps you. Oh, I can be healed. What, what is happening? You can be healed. I missed the you totally missed it. So, it's so that you could be healed by negative healing rather than positive healing. So, like, Arius's harm could heal you, but you could no longer be healed by, like, heal. Yeah, you actually wouldn't be able to be healed by positive energy. You'd be like damn here. But would still work. It'd be like, still uh, alive? you'd actually process more. Yeah, you're still alive. It would be like uh, how Adamu has to deal with negative healing as a dampier. But in a party of undead, it's quite appealing. I mean, makes uh, a lot more sense. it would literally put the three-action harm back on the table as an option for <laughs> Arius. Never stopped. You <laughs> should have known better. <laughs> I'm going to say no, but the other one's not going to say no. So K- Kix won't let it happen, but you can... Kix isn't going to let, it, let happen? it happen? Kix, no, well, Kix won't willingly go, but the other dude wants to. Yeah, he does. Oh. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, He wants I see. it bad. Okay, so since <laughs> Kix isn't going to do it, I'm going to do the rest here in just a minute. What are you all going to be doing with your downtime in preparation and heading out to the Axenwood? 
Uh, I guess I'll go figure out what the hell you're supposed to wear when you're in the woods. You're supposed to wear? Oh, you yes. mean, like outfits? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Luca needs to figure out how to do this survivalist thing. <sighs> yeah, like, okay. You know what? Like, this is going to be great. Lucan's going to show up in, like, cargo shorts, uh, a backpack with too many pockets, a bunch of brand new survival gear that just has, still no. has tags on it and shit. No, no. <laughs> the other way around. He's going to show up in, like, designer outfits that mildly look like they could be outdoor exploring outfits <laughs> with absolutely zero function whatsoever. <laughs> look at these little straps it has on it. You went to go to Macy's to buy survival gear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How many days did you say we have? Uh... Technically, as many as you want before you leave. I have absolutely nothing I need to do. I do, one of these nights, want to try and follow Gerdrug when Gerdrug goes and does his weird shit. Like, I'll have Sundrinker stay up or keep an eye, and when somebody goes out the door, when Gerdrug goes out the door, I'm going to try and follow him. Provided it's at night. If it's during the day, I can't follow him. Oh, it's always, it's always at night. Do your stuff at night? Okay. Nobody, nobody can see me at night. Then, uh, Sundrinker would see somebody leave in the evening. Are you doing this like every night, Gerdrug? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like every down night, Gerdrug's going out looking for making, uh, making connections in town, um, and looking for clues to any other. Because if there's one in Brex here, there might be others. All right. I will spend one of those nights just trying to follow Gerdrug. Okay. And I'm certain fail. So the first night after Burline, Sundrinker sees somebody leave the Theater of Sin. But it's not Gerdrug. Oh, it's not Gerdrug. Oh. It's Kix. Oh, I don't care. He's probably just going to go get some fucking cheeseburgers again. That's, <laughs> I'm not worried about Kix. Super not Kix. <laughs> I'm not worried about Kix. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to meta it, but, but I wouldn't care. About 30 minutes later, Gerdrug would sneak out. All right, I go. Let's do a stealth slash perception checks. Perception yep. from Gerdrug, stealth from Lucan. You can't fail. You I, can't I, fail I, to notice me. Probably technically can't. can't. Oh, you actually can't? Not even on a one? Um, On a one I could, yes. So, yeah. It is immediately apparent that Lucan opens the door like 10 seconds after you and like starts trying to follow you but is really bad at being stealthy. So it's one of those like you're following too close. What? But I don't know. You're saying good drug. Oh fuck it. Good drug. What are you doing? Come on. Every night? What are you up to? They give you these pieces of paper. I don't even know what's on them. I'm curious. Uh, I'm, I'm just meeting down folk, you know? Come on. I haven't kept any secrets from you. I even kept a secret from Bloodlord Hardoli, and not you. Uh, I mean, the majority of what I'm doing is meeting with people, making connections. To what ends, though? Can I trust you? Girl drug things for a minute. Uh, well, you ever heard of the Imbrex? Um, I will make a society check and assume I have not. Go on. You unless might I roll really well. Well, I did roll an 18 to get a 20. You're untrained, though. I'm untrained, yeah. Never heard of the Imbrex before. Imbrex? No, I'm afraid not. Uh, I wouldn't expect you to. They're from uh, 
Nidalee's family. Oh, yes, I certainly wouldn't know that. That have recently come to Geb. And your interest in them? They are why why I am what I am. Oh, they're related to the curse that has made you a ghost. Well, it's probably more my curse on them that made me a ghost. Oh, you've cursed them. Oh, oh my. I swore I'd kill them. All of them. Oh, and how's that going? Before my death. Oh, before your death. Oh, that didn't go well then. And now I'm stuck. Yes, plenty of time to kill the Inbex then. Have you made any progress? I mean, over the last 30 years, yeah, I've killed a couple. 30 years, my goodness. And how Dolly keeps giving you information about them, is that it? Uh, just one. Just one. And then some follow-up information about it. He smirks. <laughs> oh, caught one, did you? I hope your blade made a sweet sound as it slipped their throat. I don't know what you're talking about. I would never kill a quick. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> Good drug. I eat them all the time. It's fine. Look, I'm glad you told me. I feel as though we could become a little closer. And if you ever need help, just let me know. Happy to be of service in your quest for vengeance. My vengeance is against the entire world. My forever broken heart and life and death itself. <laughs> it will never be complete. So, at least yours is a little bit more manageable. <laughs> a little. Probably not much. A uh, lot of them, are they? And in high places, I assume? Uh, it was a noble family. Well, here I tell you what, Gedruck. In the anguish of my mortality, I forsook life. I wished for power over life and death. And I have obtained it. And I wish for power more still. I wish to be a blood lord. And maybe if we work together, we can get there together. And if we do that, then we can kill any fucking person we want. Because the power of friendship. <laughs> I was waiting for it, yeah. And money. And power. And violence. And violence. Copious, copious violence. <laughs> what a beautiful place to end that scene. You both start next week with the hero point. Yay! Extra hero Ooh. point. For, for the one I didn't use tonight. Meanwhile. In a dark alley somewhere. Fucking demon kicks. In Bloodlord Haldoli's sitting room. I was wondering when I would get to see you again. She says as she's sipping her black tea and watching Kix across from her, dressed very, very well, actually. Fucking stole outfit out of my closet. I was going to say, was it, <laughs> did, did I leave that way, or did I stop somewhere else? Or I guess I don't know. Kix like, stopped do. somewhere and bought some fine clothing. To go to Bloodlord. 76 gold. And now, yep, no. I, I've, I've spent like, I probably spent like days describing each outfit that I've bought. And like, Kix hates it, but the demon in his head is like taking notes. <laughs> yes. Damn it, some fresh ass clothes. <laughs> um, and, and he is, he's, he's dressed very nicely. Instead of Kix's usual tousled hair, it's got, a, he's got this fine. Like, he's got gel in it, comb back. Like, he's got the Patrick Bateman hair right now. Nice. I start with an exfoliating wash. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he says, he says to her, Well, I'm happy to be able to speak with you after having proven my own statement so thoroughly. Yes, you've proven them quite thoroughly. I'm still making use of them, by the way. Hmm, I'm curious. What are your goals here? You've now officially received what you wanted, but what more do you ask? Of you, Mistress Haldoli, nothing. I asked no more of you than what you're already doing is, well, gaining benefit from these four. Five, if you count Sundrinker. I'm on to him. I'm not sure what it is, but there's something else going on there. It's an idol on summoners. Are, <laughs> summoners exist. Summoners exist, but, but there's something there. I've come to actually to take you up on the offer that you made kicks earlier. He refuses, but I cannot resist. Oh, interesting. But isn't it kicks the one who is doing all the work for me instead of you? Well, if he doesn't want it, why should I just? Give it to you. The renter in the space, if you will. I have something else that I can offer you. There's a situation in Eled. And the camera pans back. And you don't get more than that. If I ever have to play this character, I'm not going to be able to do that fucking voice. Well, you could totally do that voice. Nah. <laughs> it's too illustrious. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that was pretty good. That was pretty good, actually. <laughs> I don't even know if illustrious is the right word, but I said it, so... I liked it. Yeah. So now, basically where we go from here is you guys decide what you're taking with you to the Axenwood. You go to the Axenwood and just walk around until shit happens. I, I'm out of money, so I got nothing else to buy, so I'm ready to go anytime. I suppose we'll take a few days just to make sure we're ready. And then, uh, and then head out. Arius, in your room, knock comes at the door. It's Uma, and she wants to free. <laughs> Nima wants to fuck. <laughs> I answer my door. It's Kix, dressed in a really nice getup, like a vest and trousers, nice slick back hair. Hello, Arius. What do you want? I accepted Mistress Haldoli's ritual. What made you change your mind? Lots of things. I closed the door. Have a good night. <laughs> Through the door. <laughs> Doesn't give a shit. I just want to throw that in there. So if when if when Kix has control again, would he like? Is anything different? Like would you? Would, like how drastic was this ritual? It, okay. It's yeah. It's not. It's not a drastic ritual at all. So if I were to drink a healing potion, it might hurt. Didn't you say it takes 24 hours? It takes 24 hours, yeah. All right, so 24 so, so hours. So Kicks just disappeared for 24 hours? Yes. Does anybody care? Okay. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. The quick's gone. The quick's gone. Maybe he died. <laughs> the, fir- the first thought that happened earlier, he probably went to go get another cheeseburger. <laughs> he just needs that human food. <laughs> and just, just never came back. Went for a cheeseburger and never came back. I don't know back. how long it takes to eat. <laughs> it's like my dad all over again. <laughs>
have our plan. We're heading to a dark fey forest called the Axenwood, where we're going to wander around until we find Iron Tavia, a hag and member of a coven called the Graveclaw, who apparently are behind this poisoning plot. Sounds like an adventure if ever I've heard one. And I'm sure nothing will go wrong, right? Find out next time as we continue Blood Lords. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.